and live from his sickbed, it's the DUT Live Podcast, starring this cunt and this cunt. Now with your host, Jay, yay! What's What's up everyone? You know what the deal is. It's the Down Under Thundercast. Episode, I don't know, 28, I think. If you can't tell, I'm sick. I'm not, and if you're if you're thinking about it, yes, I have AIDS. Not even the good kind of AIDS, the AIDS where I'm going to be dead in a week. No, I have a cold, the common cold. Um, I don't have COVID, to the best of my knowledge. I'm just feeling shitty. But I promised an episode this week. I didn't do, if I didn't do one, if I did one last week, I probably wouldn't be doing this now, but I didn't do one last week, which I probably should have done last, one last week, but I digress. So I'm shacked up in bed, sick, dying, but you know what the deal is. Got to be consistent and you know what? People are listening and the numbers are through the fucking roof in comparison to where I thought they would be. So, you know. Nine more people than I expected would listen. Uh, <coughs> there's going to be a lot of coughing and a lot of sniffling for this podcast. I can't help it. There's nothing I can do. It was that or not for another week. So, what have I done in the last two weeks? And it's been exactly two weeks since I recorded an episode. Well, I did pretty much fucking nothing. So... I spent a lovely weekend with my partner last week. Got some of that pussy, which then turned out was what got me sick. No, I don't have to cut because her sister was sick and she hung around with her sister. And then I obviously played tonsil hockey with my partner and she got sick and then I got sick. And obviously me being, you know, the man out of those three people, I got it the worst. And, you know, I smoke and stuff, so my lungs are fucked. <coughs> I probably sound like shit. I feel like shit. So, yeah. I've spent the last four or five days in bed. You're probably sitting there going, man, you must have listened to a lot of podcasts. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I really didn't. And if I did listen, I didn't take any notes because I was fried. All I've done for the last four days is sleep, eat, and take drugs. But we wrote some few things down. And obviously there's things that have happened over the course of the week. For instance, I bought my partner a butt plug, which I'm going to make use of considering she got me sick. And I, the only, my only regret now is that I had, I wish I had bought a bigger one, a sizably larger one. Fucking, Yeah. <laughs> And then she, and she, she wasn't, well, let's be honest, she wasn't thrilled that I bought this for her because I did this without telling her. But, you know, you got to keep the spark alive. And then she turned around and was like, you want to keep the spark alive? How about you let me fuck you with a strap on? And I went, uh, how about no? Listen, it doesn't do anything for me. It really doesn't. But, you know, I've, I've now backed myself into a corner where I've had to say, if you buy it, well, um, I'll try it. So, speaking of people fucking, 
something that happened just before I recorded this podcast is I was just on Instagram scrolling as people do. And one of my friends from high school, who was a very good friend of mine, she, she posted a picture and she said, link in a bio. And I went, huh, this is weird. Like I've known her for 15 years. And I went and I looked at her bio and I went, oh shit, there's an OnlyFans link. And I was like, oh, this bitch got an OnlyFans. And I'm sitting there going, fuck. Do I buy this? Like, it's like 10 bucks. And it's like, I can look at a lot of attractive, I can look at a lot of attractive, I can look at more attractive women than her for 10 bucks. And then I'm like, fuck, all I ever wanted to do when I was 17 was look at them big titties. So, I think in the future I will be getting that. But it was just like, man, like, is this the world we live in now where bitches, like, people I went to school with have OnlyFans? It'd be great. There's a lot of chicks that I went to school with that I would love to have an OnlyFans. But, you know, whore's gonna whore. <coughs> um, what else? Um, April Fool's is stupid. April Fool's happened, like, fucking three, four days ago. And I'd hop online, and I'm drug, I'm drug fucked at the time. I'm all on the drug, I'm on all the bad drugs, all the good drugs. And it's like, this is happening, and I'm like, it's April 1st, this isn't happening. And you just look through your fucking feed, and it's just like, oh, this is all shit. This all isn't real, you know? We don't want to see this shit. April Fool's is fucking stupid. People who do April, it's just, it's played out. And you know what, you could probably make a case that April Fool's is the, the the genesis, the patient zero of fake news. <coughs> because without April Fools, people wouldn't realise this shit catches on. So yeah, April Fools is stupid. Don't do it. <coughs> um yeah, what else is it? I literally just spent the week listening to fucking come town clips I could find on YouTube and um, there's a YouTube channel called Comics Explained, so I essentially was listening to four-hour YouTube videos of them reading comic books to me. That's all I did. I melted my brain. You know, I've listened to so many Comptown clips, it's not funny. Like, there is a, a YouTube channel that just plays it on a 24-hour repeat, and I would just sit there, and I would just lay in bed, and I would just listen to it, and I'd pass out. Um, what else do I have? What else happened in the last week? Oh, obviously, it's fucking Easter Monday today. And once again, I don't like public holiday. I don't like, I like the public holiday where I don't have to go to work. But I just don't get this whole Easter thing. I don't get the Christmas thing. I don't get the, I don't like the the kind of festive events. But an interesting story that came out of it was at work. (laughs) They do the count the Easter the Easter eggs in the jar, and if you guess the number correctly, you win. And because we work, you know, I work, my team works overnight. I sort of went to the boss and I went, you know, it'd be funny if one of us just went up there and just started counting the fucking Easter eggs. You know, because there's no cameras in the in the lunchroom. You know, you could probably get away with it. And then I, within a second and a half, said, yeah, but you know. It'd be funny, but I also value my job, and my job's not worth a jar of maybe 150 Easter eggs. Well, my boss later goes up to look for these Easter eggs, and he can't find them. He's like, 
you know, and the two two of the other guys are upstairs, you know, having lunch. So where are the Easter eggs? And he walks out and he goes to the bathroom and he walks back in, you know, a minute later. And one of the one of the blokes who just for context is an Indian gentleman is halfway putting the eggs back in the jar in the most sus manner. So my boss must have walked in. He, while he was walking up the stairs, must have ducked around the corner so that the boss didn't see it. And then he walked out and then he quickly tried to put them all back in and he ran out of time and he got caught with literally his hand in the cookie jar or the egg jar. And it was just... And you have to understand, this kind of is a penny-pinching motherfucker. And his excuse was, oh, I just wanted to know because I was curious. And we all know that he was going to put his name down after he figured out how many eggs were in there. But he got busted. So I don't know if that's a funny story or not, but I thought it was quite funny. Because that's just, you know... Especially in, you know, more corporate jobs, as mine is. Like, that shit you get fired for. Like I've heard, I've heard stories of people getting fired for fucking taking a $2 fucking Mars bar off the counter to eat it because they were hungry and not paying for it. You know, people get fired for that shit. Yeah, don't be stealing fucking eggs. Don't be trying to fucking freak fucking fun little games that people have. Um, that's really it in the week I had. Um, as for podcasts last week, listen, it was probably a really good week to have off. There wasn't really that much going on um if there's two podcasts two episodes you should probably go and listen to it's um god hates god hates figs which was a real ass podcast episode and toxicity shock syndrome from the legion of skanks those are the only two standout podcasts that i listen to so yeah <clears throat> anyway Nothing, let's make this a quick episode because listen, you're probably sitting there going, This cunt sounds like dog shit. He sounds like he's sucked 20 black dicks in the last hour. It was 10, but you, you get the point of the phrase. Alright, so honorary mentions for this week. And you're still going to sit there and go, Fuck, you did listen to a lot of podcasts, and I did. And then I got sick. And most of the podcasts I didn't take notes for. <laughs> um, honorary mentions Roads to Nowhere, Wrestling Soup, Wrestling Soup, Friends of the Show. Don't listen. Um, Come Town, and I should have figured out how to say this before. Um, Band Adito. It's dancing in Spanish. Very funny episode. Um, the Bodfire, listen, to be upfront, I'm not listening to full length Bonfire episodes anymore. One, because the channel, the YouTube channel I was using to listen to it got taken down. And I can't sit there for an hour and a half and listen to a Bonfire episode because a lot, a lot of it's filler. You know, I would rather listen to every single clip they upload to iTunes or Spotify because that's where the meat and potatoes are. That's where the good shit is. And if you know, through the grapevine, if I hear something's really good, I will go and listen to the whole clip, the whole show. So um, Bonfire, which was Ditto, which was. Um, Big J talks about he's just moved into a new apartment in Jersey and they talk about would he move out if he lived with a rapist ghost and then he asks his partner the, the same question um, and then Hidden Track where, which pretty much they just essentially talked about working in hospitality and tipping and all that kind of stuff which I found interesting because that was my past 
Um, a new podcast that I found recently. See? I'm sick and I'm dying and I have AIDS, but I still do a little bit of research. Um, panties in the mouth. Um, I've heard these guys on the Bye Guys from this week that we'll talk about. Very funny dudes. Um, definitely check them out. Um, the episode, The Black Marilyn Manson. Very funny. Check it out. Once again, it's 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 like the Loud Boys, but it makes more sense than the Loud Boys. The Loud Boys is just fucking funny nonsense. And lastly, High Society Radio, what's the QRL? It was a pretty much an hour and a half. It was yeah, an hour and a half podcast where they talked about two things. The QAnon, Doco, and Peacock, which has recently acquired the, um, the WWE library and they're censoring like blackface and Vince McMahon saying the n-word and all that fun stuff that was the two topics they covered I wrote notes there were two pages it was two lines there was no point all right let's get into it and I haven't filled out half this shit okay fantastic I'm, I'm all over the shop today cool all right so come town premium a tale as old as time I gave this Three and a half rattlesnakes. We're talking about does Asian hate really exist? Have you seen Asian hate? Um, let's put context here. This is a comedic, highly satirical comedic show. Nothing they say in this podcast is real. <laughs> I'm just using it as launching off points to talk about something. Have I seen Asian hate? Yeah, I'm just I live in Australia. You can't walk down the road with you, you can't an Asian can't walk down the road because, without being called a fucking gook or a chink or slant eye or or fucking walking being parked and be like Mr. Haunting oh two dollars like this like oh I've seen it. I've seen it on trains, I've seen it at bus stations, I've seen it in malls, I've seen it everywhere. Um, we're talking about white musicians who sound black. Like, think, um, oh, fuck. Um, I, I downloaded a bunch of the music that I heard, too. Um, like Steve Winewood would be a good example. Um, what's that cunt? What's that cunt's that name? Um, it's not Eric Clapton. It's, I wanna fall in love. My tongue, I'm fucking, my brain's cooked. It'll come to me later. But you get the idea. Um, they talk about eating chocolate and fucking. I've never done that. I've used a lot of whipped cream. Whipped cream's fun. Because it's, it's pretty, like, your hands stay clean. And, it's, you know, but it gets messy. Chocolate's a new one. I'll have to get a fondue machine and try that. And then they talk about women having different sized pussies. I have yet to experience this because pussy feels like pussy. Can't really tell the difference, but I also, at the time, wasn't thinking about that. I was too concerned about, oh shit, I'm actually getting pussy. And then they talk about the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut is mentioned pretty much all this week. I haven't watched it. I've seen YouTube videos on it. I'm not getting HBO Max just to watch it. That's how I got conned in the six months of Disney+. Plus. So I will watch it one day. I'm sure it's very good. 
Congratulations, you fixed a movie that was for yourself. <clears throat> Next up, we have Heart of Mary with Sean Donnelly and Aaron Feeney. The Real Life Podcast. I gave this free and free force to Rattlesnakes. So the whole week, this week and most of last week, has been the battle for the second chair, which Dylan, you know, he left the show because he's a faggot. Uh, <laughs> so it's come up, it's come between Irish Joey and Pate. Where if you are a long term, a long time listener of this podcast, which God knows you may need psychological help and treatment, um, Paco was one of the interns in the internal Olympics. He is a rapist. He literally came out and said he has raped a woman. And Irish Show is a producer on a, on a few other podcasts, I guess. Um, yeah, that's what the battle, this was what the whole week was. It was a battle for that. Um, it was a coach fight in America for naming players after anti oh, yeah, coach fight for naming plays after anti-Semitic slurs. Thus the name Hal Mary, which is H-E-L, H-E-I-L. M-A-R-Y. Fuck, I'm cooked today. More than usual. <coughs> um, the lovely producer Shannon, who is a fucking dime piece, explains fingering and clit, running, ru- clit, yeah, clit rubbing to us, which was very educational and helpful. And remember, boys and girls, all clits are different. Some like more pressure, some like less pressure. Some like a finger, some don't like a finger. It's all personal preference. And if you're a woman, you listen to this blowjobs. Guys just like good blowjobs. A lot of tongue, a lot of spit. Really get in there. Um, takes eight pounds of pressure to rip off your ear. I didn't know that. I knew it took eight pounds of pressure to break your nose. I didn't know you could rip an ear off that easily. I have to remember that one for future reference. So Lewis goes into this whole talking about selling his cum in a pill form, you know, because his fans will buy anything. And by the way, happy birthday to Lewis. It was his birthday a couple of days ago. He turned 39. And he did a really nice thing, which I think he deserves some credit for. Because people always give him shit. He's a Nazi and he's, he's racist and he's homophobic. And I was, but for his birthday, he didn't want anything. He just wanted people to donate to the St. Jude's Hospital, you know, <coughs> in America. And I think he ended up getting like $100, $150 in donations. I donated money. I gave $6.69 because it was about, you know, it's what we do. But for a bad guy who does something like that, that's pretty fucking cool. Um... Also something you learn, in California, sperm banks have certain height restrictions on donations. He's fucked. <laughs> you fuck you, American. Um, so what Paco's brought to the podcast trying to compete for the second chair is he's brought a lot of enjoyable games. A lot of games like Heads Up and, you know, Guess the Slur. and It's really fun. Um... One of them was, which guy in the world would you allow to peg you? And Zach had to guess who Lewis would pick. And they both picked the same, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, and that was it. It was a very funny episode. It was a very good episode. This was pre-before I was sick. So I actually was paying attention. 
Next up, we have No Need for Apologies, Sticky Games, with Bonfire's very own Dan Sober. Um, fuck, this room is hot, and I can't put a fan on because it's too noisy. I didn't think about this for that one. Um, I gave this three and a half right or so. Um, so Dan talks about being mad at his mum because he's things if, that his absent dad would tell him. Like he sees, he said he's seen his dad probably four times between the ages of four and sixteen, and he lived with his mum and he hated his mum. As someone who grew up without a father. As a younger age, I could, I could empathize with this because this is what dads do. It's you know, oh your mum doesn't want you know, your mum's the bitch you know, your mum's this, your mum's that, and then you know, that's you're as a kid that sort of twists your mind and shit. It's happened to me, it's happened to my younger brother. It's fucked, and you know, and Dan talks about growing up fatherless, and I'm pretty sure Derek talks about it too. You know, I can emphasize that I had a stepdad, but he wasn't really around that much, and he was pretty fucking useless, so not only did my actual dad abandon me, my stepdad wanted nothing, really nothing to do with me unless, you know, he was drunk, or he was stunned, so yeah, I can definitely emphasize being childless, um, Dan talks about his childhood doing impressions, and his mum always encouraging him, and knowing that he'd do comedy, which was, I thought was very sweet, and... Yeah, it was really it. It was a lot of Dan talking about his childhood and stuff, and I really enjoyed that. Alright. <clears throat> Just let me die for a second. <clears throat> you know, even though my fucking chest is fucked, and my lungs are fucked, and my throat is fucked, I'm still vaping, which probably hasn't helped my recovery. It's probably why it's taken me double the time to recover compared to everyone else. But I would rather be sick and not have nicotine withdrawal than be sick and go for a nicotine withdrawal because I'm not going to be a very nice person to be around. And luckily, I had fucking five days off from work because of Easter. So I didn't really have to use that much sick leave. Alright, next up we have Legion of Skanks. Jeff dies with... I should have really figured out how to pronounce these names before I fucking wrote them down. Um, Shiri Edgar and Eddie Ift. I gave this four rattlesnakes. If you haven't noticed, no pages are turning because I'm just doing this off the phone. Because it literally takes me an hour to write all this shit down and then an hour to do a podcast. And it's making these podcasts really fucking long. And I just don't have time for that. So I'm just doing this off the phone. And there's probably a better way to do it. And I just write down a few notes over the course of the week in the book just to refresh my memory on things. Um... Speaking of phone, where's the charger? There we go. Alright. Um, they talk about the angriest you've ever made a crowd with, with jokes or crowd work. Um, I think Jay wins that because he literally got a guy to drag him off stage by his ankles. Although Lewis probably isn't that far behind. Um, Lewis getting into fights at comedy clubs, well, you know, and dragging Dave into it, because Dave doesn't look like the type of guy to fight. Like, Dave will help, because, well, it's Dave Smith. He's a good friend, and he's a good bloke. Um, yeah, but Lewis is, Lewis is a fucking madman. I think we've established this after 28, 29 episodes of this podcast. 
<clears throat> um, black people don't like gay jokes. In other news, water is wet. It's just, I think there's something in the black community, you know, you get called a sock, cocksucker, you might as well have just told them you fucked their mother. They just don't like it. And, um, someone told me why. Well, I listened to a pod, different podcast and they told me why. It's because on the slave ships over from Africa to America, there were slaves that were literally fucked in the ass. So I think it's somewhere embedded in their psyche or deep down in their subconscious that being gay is being lesser than. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting from the cuff. And if you want to cancel me, I'm sick. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm on drugs. So fuck you. And suck my dick. Faggot. Um, Uber drivers being the wise old sages of our time. Like, listen, we, we talked about Uber stories probably a month ago. Like, you hop in an Uber and it's like, they all want to talk to you about politics and, you know, COVID and vaccines and this is all bullshit. When they're literally driving an Uber for probably about $5 an hour when you you know, take away fuel and car repairs and this and that. But these are our wise, these are our wise old sages. These are our elders of our time. And listen, you do get some funny ones. I do. I have funny. You know, I've listened. I've hopped in Ubers and heard some funny stories. I've also heard had some Uber stories where they just want to tell you how they feel, and those are the people they get one stars from. Me. Um, they talk about Australians being naturally tough. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. That's as close as I'm ever going to get to a shout-out on Legion of Skanks, and I'll take that. And always saying things is a question. Especially in fights, we do that. So it's always, you know, it's not the Italian way. It's like, am I a fucking asshole? What the fuck is this? You know? It's not really the Italian way. It's like, you know, oi, cunt. You know, what the fuck? Cunt. A lot of cunt. We end everything with a cunt and a question mark. Um, they showed a classic clip of Jeff, uh, Jim Jeffries getting beat up on stage. <laughs> I love that clip. It was fucking fantastic. Um, Opie and Anthony had him on, I think, the night or the week after that that happened. And it was... that's Go and see if you can find that clip, because that's fucking gold. Um, playing basketball against the midget. I've just written that down, and I've given no context whatsoever. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Um, they talked the Ellery Smith firing. It was probably the one thing I missed from last week that I didn't get to talk about. Alright, so let's go into, you know, DT, DUT context. So Ellery Smith made a Twitter Twitter post about pretty much flaming Shane Gillis because Shane had said the word chink and which got him kicked off Saturday Night Live. Now, in context, Shane Gillis used that to, you know, in context, he can call someone a chink. He just used it on a podcast. Someone dragged it out. I believe it was Seth Simons. He got fired. So Ellie made a post and said, you know, it's not so it's not so harmless now when Asian people are getting shot up and killed. And um, Skanks fans and Shane Seager podcast fans and just fans of that kind, our kind of comedy in general went and did some digging. And we found some, I say we, but I was there. I was watching. Um. We found some pretty offensive shit that she had said. They had found some pretty offensive shit that she had said. Um, off the top of my head, I think she said 
there's a black man with dreadlocks who lives next to me and I'm afraid. Um, I bought Thai food and there was no dog in it. Like she said some pretty offensive shit. So summary of the story is she got fired from her robot from uh, being a writer on Robot Chicken. Is that fair? No, of course not. Cancel culture isn't appropriate. Is it a cool cruel twist of fate and irony? Yes it is. Don't fuck with Gillis. Ever. Just don't don't fuck with Gillis. It will end badly for you. Um and lastly, is Lewis to blame? Lewis is always to blame. You can blame Lewis you can blame anything on Lewis and you probably get away with it. Is Lewis to blame for the Holocaust? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is Lewis to blame for tsunamis? Yeah, probably. Is the the bushfires that happened a year ago Lewis's fault? Yeah, probably. Blame Lewis. Just blame Lewis. Um, fucking, yeah. Where was I? Train of thought. Gone. Okay, next up we have Bye Guys. Only trans. We have, fuck, there's names in this podcast that I just didn't bother to research. And I'm dyslexic with this. So we have Andy Malafanakis. No, Andy Malafanis. Close enough. And Nate Marshall. Um, oh, I'm writing down fucking titles for this fucking podcast before I fucking leave. Usually I have a pen and paper. I don't have that today. Anyway, so. <coughs> Fuck, I... Man, uh, if I'm going to start doing this off my phone, I really need to learn how to fucking type shit correctly. Anyway. So, I gave this podcast three and three-fourths rail signs. It was a very good podcast, I must say. The two people I'd never heard of, I found it was probably very amusing. And I was just starting to get sick as I was listening to this podcast. So they talk about if a girl or a guy, if you're into that sort of thing, is attracted to you enough, you can probably convince them to do anything sexually. Like anal. If you, <laughs> you could probably, can you could, you could literally fuck, literally fuck. You could probably convince a girl or a guy to do anything you wanted sexually if they were that deeply in love with you. You know, my girlfriend's probably the best example. When I met a very tame in the bedroom, very normal, and now it's butt plugs and strap-ons and handcuff me to this and fuck me in here like that, and let's try this, and like, you know, if you're in love with someone enough, you can probably talk them into doing anything, could I convince a girl to put her panties in her mouth, probably not, which is what their podcast is, they talk about reading porn comments, I like the funny ones, but nine times out of ten, I don't read the comments anymore, because it's like, you know, it's an Indian blog going, where where can I find this girl, or what is this girl's name, or who is this girl from two minutes and six seconds, or like, very sexy, very big for Jean, very tight for Jean, big boobs, and that's my racist part, don't think about it. Is about fucking and sucking in movie theaters? I've never fucked in a movie theater. I've received a hand job in a movie theater. I was seen. Fuck, this was a long time ago. Like, I would have been 22. So, like, five years ago. I think it was the first Spider Man. Like, the one with 
fucking vulture in it. Yeah, the one, the new, the 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 first Tom Holland one, and she's you know like that jerking me off. Like she pulled my cock out. She started jerking me off, and she had a dress on. So I'm like reaching over, and I'm like you know doing my thing. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. It's fucking stressful as fuck, but I don't know if I could fucking fuck in a cinema. Like it'd have to be an empty cinema, and even then I'd be a bit. Uh, the guests then explain the name of their podcast, Panties in the Mouth, which goes back to if a girl loves you enough, you can convince her to do pretty much anything, like stuff panties in her mouth. Like, I've had that done to me. I've stuffed fucking her panties in my mouth, but I've never done the opposite. Particular girls are that. you got to do that with particular girls. Um, porn giving men unreasonable expectations. Yes. Porn gives men and women unreasonable expectations. First off, men don't last for 35 minutes like that. Fucking like that. You know? It's, you're lucky you get 10 minutes out of this. You know? Most women don't look like that. Most women's vaginas don't look like that. It's It creates unbelievably unrealistic standards for young people looking at porn. That's why, looking back on it, I wish I had watched a lot more amateur, amateur porn before I got into that stuff. Because at least that's a little bit more realistic. It's boring, but it's more realistic. Um, they talk about celebs, celebrities doing professionally professionally produced porn. Say that three times, Coxsucker. You know, people like Farrah Abrams, Paris Hilton, Pamela Anderson, One Night in China. Um, I must say, I enjoyed, out of all of them, Farrah Abrams was pretty good. You know, that chick from Team Mum. Um, Taylor Tequila's was good. Kim Kardashian's was there. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't great. And One Night in China is just great for the, the sheer fucking carnage of it. And then they talk about leaking. Is leaking OnlyFans stealing or an invasion of privacy? For example, if I were to take this friend who has just started an OnlyFans and I was to take one of her pictures and I was to send it to one of my friends I went to school with, is that technically stealing from her because she's lost a customer? Or is it an invasion of privacy? It's probably an invasion of privacy. More than less than stealing. Will I do that? Probably. <laughs> Once she puts some more content on there. Like if I see, if, you know, I'm waiting until she puts some videos of her, like double teaming herself with some dildos, you know, then I'm fucking copying that shit. Um, then they talk about free porn or supporting porn stars via OnlyFans and stuff like that. Listen. I've had an OnlyFans account for fucking three years. I bought two people's accounts. I've, I've given money to two chicks because I was just really curious what they look like naked. I saw it. I spent 10 bucks and then I discontinued, discontinued using it or discontinued paying it. It's just really to have a look. You know, you're looking at an Instagram bitch and it's like, well, what do you look like naked? And you're looking like, okay, you don't look that cool. And then they talk about Utah's plans to outlaw online porn. But then you have to ask your question. In 2021, what constitutes porn? Is Instagram porn? Like, I can go on Twitter and I can watch two bitches sucking a dick. I can watch two dudes double teaming a bitch. Like, there's porn everywhere. 
you know, is a bitch doing deadlifts and yoga pants porn. You know, it's a really... It's, it's a lot deeper than you'd think. And Utah's not going to pass it. Because it wouldn't, you know, they're already having problems with it, where it's banning, like, artistic nudity and stuff like that. It's not going to work. And fuck Utah anyway for trying it. Alright, next up we have Skeptic Tank, episode 420. A pot full of weed. A pot of weed, I should say. I gave this free and free force rattlesnakes. So, <clears throat> the guests on this were Duncan Trussell, Dan Soda, Tony Hinchcliffe, that's pop up, stick popping up on the phone. Steve Razagati, Salvacano, Andre Lapinati, and Mark Norman. And how he does this podcast is he has each guest on for roughly 20 to half an hour, 20 minutes to half an hour. They talk, you know, a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. But, and Ari starts off the podcast with telling the origins of what. I, own, I can only guess to believe is the origins of 420, which was a bunch of white supremacists rocked up to a African-American community and said, we're going to kill all you, and instead of killing them, 420 black people gave them joints, and he got them fucking stoned, and they forgot why they came there, and they rode away. Is that probably true? Probably not, but it's a good story. Um, so these are the questions pretty much Ari asks every guess he has on. The first time you smoked weed. Um, if you listen to the last week's episode, I talked about selling weed. I sold weed when I was 16, 17. I didn't smoke weed until I was 19, 18. Yeah, I was in year 12. So I would have started 18. Or like 18, 17 and a half. Or 18 and a half. You get the idea. I sold it before I smoked it. They talk about was weed around you as a kid. Weed was constantly around me as a child. Probably from the ages of two and up. I just didn't realise what it was until I was probably... Ten, maybe? I just thought, you know, it was like... Mummy and Daddy are going out the back to smoke a cigarette. Or smoke. You know, there was no context given. Until you were older and you realised, oh... You know, an older kid explained to me what they were actually doing. So yeah, weed was always around me as a kid. Um, Tony Hinchcliffe talks smoking weed with an HIV person, and then being worried that he would get HIV. That's funny enough how I got sick. I got sick by smoking weed with an HIV person. That's why I'm dying, and that's why I'm live from a sick bed. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, embarrassing weed stories. I don't really have one. Like, I've got embarrassing drug stories, but not really anything embarrassing weed stories. I would just get fucking baked and just sit on the couch for four hours. Like, I don't have anything embarrassing. But I've, you know, I've only ever been that fucked out of my head once, and that was when I was doing edibles. And I ended up sinking into a couch and just sitting there for 12 hours. 
I suppose the only embarrassing weed story I have is when I smoke weed, I get super paranoid and I lay in bed thinking the cops are going to break through the door any second and arrest me. Besides that, weed doesn't do that to me. It just mellows me out or it makes me super creative. Um, I talk about driving stoned. I've never done it. I've always been in the passenger seat. But once again, I only got my license two years ago. I've known a lot of friends that have done that. Do I think I could do it? No. I can barely drive sober. I don't think I could drive sober. And once again, going back to what we talked about two weeks ago, I don't think I could drive drunk. The idea of it boggles my mind. Just wait till you get home and do it. Um, the biggest freak out you've ever had stoned? Once again, I've never had that. I've never really had that fucking, you know super anxious, panic attack level, I just get fucking paranoid, and I lay in bed, see, weed for me isn't, weed is something I do by myself, to relax when I'm by myself, it's not something I do to party, or, you know, there's party drugs for that, there's coke, and fucking LSD, and acid, weed is something you do when you've finished a long day at work, you come home, you smoke a joint, you go to bed, um, so, for example, out of all these guests he has, the best example of how I smoke weed is Mark Norman. Mark Norman has a very low tolerance to it, and when he smokes it, he gets fucking paranoid. Yeah. Oh, actually, I lie. I wrote it down here. My biggest, my biggest freak out while I have smoking weed is when I used to be a chef, and I would watch cooking shows like best example would be like Hell's Kitchen. I would trip out. I would freak out because, you know, working in kitchens, I've been yelled at like that before. And I would watch that and I would, my heart would start beating really fast. And it sucked. <coughs> you know, and then it, you know. Um, so yeah, Mark Norman is the best example of me. So if you listen to it, that's that's me. Um, things you do better high. Like, I'm actually a lot more like, athletic and like physically like I'm, I want to work out more when I'm high like when I was fucking 17 and I was 18 whatever so it was something between I don't remember the first time I actually smoked a joint or did a bong you know but I remember being that age and I was a, I was a fat kid I was always fat no I just left school I like I'm, I'm all cooked out of the brain today maybe I'm high Ooh. I left high school finished year 12, and I was overweight, I was like 130 kilos, like, you know, so what I would do is, I would, I was staying with my grandparents, I would go to the house, I would smoke a bong, I would go to the gym, I would come home, I would smoke a bong, I would have something to eat, I'd go for a half an hour jog, you know, no, just around the area, I'd come home, I'd smoke a bong, I'd go to bed. So weed naturally makes me more, like I like running, like I like putting a pair of glasses on, putting some headphones on and just running, yeah. or going to the gym because you just zone the fuck out and you just focus on just working out, nothing else bothers you. Um, weed making TV shows and movies better, listen, Doctor Strange is the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. Because I was stoned off my brains watching that. Um, 
what else have I watched? Well, I used to watch a lot of cricket. Cricket stoned is pretty fun because you just zone the fuck out. And you pay no attention to what the fuck's going on. Besides that, I watch a lot of Sopranos High. I watch a lot of Breaking Bad High. I watch a lot of Suns High. Yeah. I think I've watched every good show High, and it's probably made it better. Hmm. Yeah. And lastly, to wrap up this very long-winded conversation about marijuana. Ari's ads during this podcast. So he, he breaks up every interview with an ad. He does an ad for Doritos. He does an ad for Blue Chew. Well, not Blue Chew, he's done a fucking ad for Cushy Dreams. Where he's essentially holding two fake legs and you're like, this is really good to smoke, but if you rub someone your balls, you fuck like an animal. It's fantastic. It's His ads during this podcast are great. They're hilarious. All right. Now we start to get into where I'm really sick. <laughs> this is where I'm fucking ill. This is like two days ago. This is when things get really short. Um, State of Masochist, Real Life Podcast, with Matt Riney and Ryan Shana. I gave this free rattle thing. I'm sick. I don't I, I don't think it the best podcast I ever listened to, I could have listened I would have given it like four. <coughs> so there's no Zach in this podcast. He's away on personal issues. You already lose half a rattlesnake. Um, Lewis talks his first Passover with his Jewish girlfriend, which sounded really nice. His son enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. it sounded really cute. They talk about did the Jews really kill Jesus? I've heard conflicting reports over the last week that the Italians did it. I'm not sure. But I'm just going to go with the fact that Jews did it because it's just more fun. They talk Jesus tattoos, you know, like, you know, the, the hands folded together with the, the rosary beads or Jesus on the cross. I never understood it. Like, if you're Christian, I think it's again, you're not supposed to get tattoos anyway. I don't know. It, cross tattoo, it, it's not my thing. But I'm not an overly religious person. That's the reason I don't like this public, this, this festive season. And then Lewis comes up with the perfect idea to figure out who will finally get that second chair sick. Crucify the producer. Has this happened? I have no idea. I have not paid attention. But his idea was that both producers would be in their respective backyards or in Times Square and they would be hung up on a crucifix. The person who stayed the longest wins. Will this happen? Probably not. But it's funny to think about. And Lewis was giddy like a child. <coughs> um, how much time have we got? Oh, time's flying by. Um, the Catch Me Outside girl turned 18. Yes. Speaking of OnlyFans, that bitch made a million dollars in one day off OnlyFans. It's fucking nutty. Yeah. I'm sure I can find some free images, but. Uh, and then they talk, they go into like childhood crushes you grew up with, but now watching movies back when you would watch those movies as a kid is weird now as an adult. For example, I used to have a big crush on fucking Emma Watson. So, but now, you see, if I go back and I watch Harry Potter and the fucking Prisoner of Azkaban, I feel uncomfortable because she's 15 years old in that and I'm 27 years old. Whereas when I was 
16 years old, it was acceptable. Um, Hannah Montana's a good example. Like, fucking, her fucking friend and that. Fucking Lily. Dime piece. She always had the hot snow. But now I can't go back and watch those because it's, it's a bit weird. No. But yeah. The Catch Me Outside girl turned 18. Listen, she doesn't do anything for me. I think it's all just in the head. But each to her own. Alright. We're nearly done. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Unfortunately, they're not as funny as Ari's things. As a matter of fact, they're non-existent. But we'll be right back after these imaginary commercials from our sponsors. And thank you to our imaginary sponsors here at the DUT Podcast. Alright, let's finish this episode because I really need to go to bed. Because I am cooked. Alright, next up, we have Douche Talk, Legion of Skanks, with Dante Nero and Josh Adam Myers. This was four adult snacks. You have to understand, once again, I'm really fucking sick at this time. Uh, they talk about two black teens killing an Uber driver. There's nothing I can do with that. <laughs> Little Nas twerks on Satan. Listen, I haven't, I've seen parts of this fucking music video. Are we all surprised by this? Like, you have to understand, and people forget this, Old Town Road is about oral sex and sip like sipping on lean like it's it's got some really dark fucking undertones to it but you don't pay attention to that because it's a really catchy tune but yet he dances he twerks on the devil and he sells a knockoff nike shoe with a drop of blood in it and everyone loses their mind go ahead there make money man if terry if teriyaki can six nine can do it you can do it too fuck it Um, they talk about, you know, men being in a wheelchair and Lewis makes a very apropos point that there are some women in the world that if you're in the wheelchair, they will suck the cock off your body. I have a, I have a very good friend who's in a wheelchair and that man still gets pussy. Some women dig that. And if your dick still works, fucking go for it. Um... And then the last half of this podcast is the dead porn star pageant, which essentially six porn stars are now deceased and they do a pageant with them, you know, bikini, you know, question and answer, which you're probably sitting there going, that makes no fucking sense. Listen to it. It'll make sense. It's very funny. And lastly, Jay really knows he's black porn stars. The man loves watching black dudes throw it down. Listen, doesn't do anything for me. More power to him. And, shit, I'm going to have to look this one up quickly, because I didn't write down a heading for it. You, you can see that I was totally prepared for this podcast, can't you? You, you just see that I was all ready for it. Um, lastly, we have Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, episode 341, Juice Wild. Juice Wild. World, world, you know, the W-R-L-D. They talk vaccine talk. Apparently in America, you get a free donut. Listen, even if I wanted the vaccine in Australia right now, it's pretty 
um, impossible to get hands on it. Like, we were supposed to have, like, a million and a half people vaccinated by now. We've had, like, 300,000. It's just been a slow rollout. Um, they talk about apps that can induce trips. Like, I've seen, like, YouTube used to have them. When you used to not be able to find drugs, you'd hop on YouTube, lay in a dark room, and you would watch, like, YouTube clips of, like, spirals and fucking flashing fucking things. And they would induce like, a really mild effect of LSD. This isn't new, but apparently there's apps for it now. I don't recommend it. You're gonna, if you're gonna have a seizure, don't do it. Um, they talk about who would you have in a race war? Once again, I'm starting to think there might be a reason Shane got cancelled. I'm kidding. I love Shane Gillis. Don't fuck with Gillis. He will, his, him and his fans will rip you a new arsehole. Um, yeah, I've got I've got the fucking, hmm, if we're just talking about America thing, the whites are probably too divided, probably the blacks, blacks probably win, because they're more organized, and they're probably easier to unify, and they probably beat the fuck out of two, for every two white people there, they probably beat the fuck out of, for every one black man, they probably beat the fuck out of two white men. And then talk about India loving Trump. Listen, it's a very good podcast. I'm just, I was really sick at this time. I gave this, what did I give this? I didn't give this anything. Um, it's the last podcast. I give it four and a half rattlesnakes. These are, the rating system, it is what it is. It's a very good podcast. I was sick. And being sick isn't fun. And yes, being sick is an excuse to be a grumpy, moody cunt. And on that note, that inclu- that concludes this jumbled, messy, head-cold episode of the DUT podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for everyone who's been listening. Um, and as always, be sure to be subscribed. Just, you know, make sure you leave a positive or negative review. Um, I don't ask for money for this podcast. I don't make any money off this podcast. But subscribing and rating is a form of currency for this podcast in the future. You know, one day in five years, maybe I'll make 50 cents off an episode or something. Um, Yeah. So make sure you subscribed, rate and review, positive or negative, makes no difference. Um, Big shout out to the DUT friends. You know the deal. Want to get on this list? Follow me on Twitter. Send me a send me a DM. It's an, even if you just write fucking two letters, I will mention you on this podcast for what it's worth. And obviously, our friends break the apocalypse. Um, the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, Wrestling Soup, those main bitches at the Skanks Ganks, Red River Podcast, New York or NY, Upon Further Review, The Drew Yari Show, and Get in the Corner. I have two episodes to get in the corner that I've been meaning to listen to. Hopefully, I get to them soon. Obviously, I've been sick. And I've been melting my brain with Cuntown clips. And as always, you know the deal. Be sure to tell a friend, a family member, or an Indian that really loves Donald Trump. I got nothing. You know what? Go and tell a bitch that's got OnlyFans about this podcast. Go and fucking DM some bitch and be like, hey, I heard this really fucking good podcast.
Or, hey, I heard this really shitty podcast. And she'd be like, do you want to see my tits or not? The answer you should say is yes. So, and as always, I must now bid you an adieu. Mwah. Goodbye and good night. Bang.